Hey, Adam. Yes. Um, we are doing another podcast. Are you prepared? Because I don't see you across the desk. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Where's Adam? Where's Adam? I don't see him. Where are you? I'm well, I'm across your phone. But even when we were across the desk, was I ever really prepared? Mm, what an esoteric existential question, my friend. No, I wasn't. I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you today, sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com. Hey, check out our Piano Guided Practice Pass. That's a mouthful, but the Piano Guided Practice Pass gets you access to our daily guided practice session, which are daily guided practice sessions hosted by me. It gets you access to the Guided Practice app, which is a mobile app that, I don't know if you've seen it, Peter. I don't, do you, have you downloaded it yet? Yeah, I have it on my phone. I was going to show it to you here, but it's we're pretty on the dope, phone. man. It's pretty have great. Have I downloaded it yet? Come on, man. We, we've, we've labored over it, or you guys labored, but I no, it, it is extremely dope. It's You know what I think I love the most about it is the, the focus that it brings to, because, you know, we kind of debated this. It's like, we're always saying, turn off your phone when you go into practice and stuff. So, but we, you know, we use different to, tools like AnyTune, uh, metronomes, and, you yep. know, listening to music. And so I think that, that we knew that there was a way to do it, but we're trying to get people into that state, that meditative state when they're practicing, where they can really focus and get a lot out of it, um, especially the different things that we talk about. But I think what we achieved with this app is a very focused and meditative uh, situation by virtue of the content that we're presenting in the audio format pr- primarily. Um, yeah. and, your, and your daily guided practice with your smooth, smooth jazz, ra- not smooth jazz, but smooth jazz radio voice, as it were. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. If you don't know what a a guided practice session is, it's where I I turn on my metronome and we practice together. Like I say, we're going to do this B flat major scale one, two, ready. And we practice and I give you tips and what to think about and how to play it. And we do all different kinds of things from bebop to chord practice to technical practice, all these different things every single day. Go check it out. That's the Piano Guided Practice Pass over on OpenStudioJazz.com. And today we're on Instagram taking questions. How about our first question here from Mitchell? Mitchell asks, maybe this is not a great question, but maybe you can talk about how you two get a modern sound to your solos, e.g. pentatonics, wider intervals, the triad plus one concept that you've talked about, thoughts, ideas. Hmm. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, all those are not necessarily, like, they're a step away from how do you get a modern sound. Like, they're, they're the tools. They're the nuts and bolts and the screws and the, you know, and the Allen wrench or whatever. Like, that's just, that. those are some of the pieces as well as, I think, a number of other things. I think the modern sound really comes out of um, having in, you know, an openness to all, all, all the different styles up till now, especially now that, that that we've heard and studied. So like we were talking about on yesterday's episode about bebop and is it relevant and stuff and like how do you take that and make that into a modern sound? So we have these melodic um, tools and, and nuts and bolts and then we've got harmonic things and then we have ryth- rhythmic things. Like that's what never changes, whether it's modern, old-fashioned or not. Um, those three basic elements of music, I think that when you are open to the combinations of those three elements that make something sound modern. And look, a lot of things, I mean, we could be like, oh my God, Chick Corea sounds so modern in 1969 on 
now he sings, now he sobs. And he does. And to me, he still does. So uh, the modern, I think, is, is just like, it's a sensibility. It's a mindset. It's not a, it, I heard it on the radio in 2020. I mean, there's some stuff, like some throwback stuff that doesn't sound modern at all. To me, it sounds nostalgic, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that when we're improvising as jazz musicians, um, you know, that's always a constant battle. We have nostalgia versus modern, what is it? Mo- modernity, moderness, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Modernity, Mod- yeah modernity um that versus nostalgia like we always have to be careful because we preach and and look most jazz musicians learn solos learn tunes go back and delve into the history and lineage of the music for inspiration for vocabulary for ideas um but it's like how do you use that without like holding it so firmly that you got your beret on and you know your your Lindy hopping like it's 1939, um, because that's not modern. That's not necessarily modern. That's corny, and uh, I mean not that style at that time. It was modern, but if you try to transport yourself back in time, that becomes a nostalgic thing, which can be interesting, but it's definitely not modern. So it's like you have to be willing to accept those elements, but then be willing to kind of throw the playbook out, but still use them to do something modern. And, um, you know, the more you practice these specific elements and, and breaking things up, you know, you, you know, you, what, what he or she is mentioning is more like melodic and harmonic things. But don't ever forget about the rhythmic thing, because that can be sometimes you can take one of these three basic elements and alter it and you can use other ones that are old and all of a sudden it sounds modern because you've made enough of an alteration to the rhythmic patterns. Yeah, I think what things like the pentatonics and the wider intervals and the triad plus one do actually more for us than the sound of the scale itself is, especially with pianists, the shape of our hands and the rhythmic uh, qualities we're able to make with things like triad pairs or pentatonics. It's different than with like functional harmony and and diminished scale harmony and you know what I mean? That is a whole like it's just a different that those bebop enclosures create a different rhythm than a pentatonic shape on our hand. And we can do different things. If you try to apply the bebop rhythm to the pentatonic shape, you're going to be surprised at how much it sounds like bebop and how less it sounds like modern stuff. Like it's, it sounds the rhythm is exact. You were exactly right in that the rhythm really sets the precedent of like, what is this? So just consider that when you're working through like the triad plus one thing or whatever, like I chose those shapes because they can easily create like modern, patterns and rhythm and therefore rhythms on our our lines and i think that's where it starts so again not a modern record now he sings now he sobs but that's been the one i've been recommending for people to check out especially pianists uh that first track matrix that's kind of like when modern the pentatonic i mean besides you know not of course mccoy and all the the beautiful 60s stuff mccoy but you can get a really clear sense of it on now he sings now he sobs i think it's very like pristine and clear yeah uh, how to take those pentatonic or triad patterns and make something modern very almost we could call it textbook in a way you know it's not the only version but it's a great version a great reference version to learn from but and just to enjoy too that's another great thing but and also the real real McCoy equally if not more so yeah. uh, for yeah. for clarity yeah agreed all right thanks for that um, Ewan asks Ewan has asked some good questions in the past so we're gonna see if he's gonna keep his streak up here I think so how would you practice trying to be melodic at fast tempos um, I'm gonna give a kind of simple question for that is practice being melodic at slow tempos and at medium tempos and then just uh, hope that you're able to slowly uh, raise the tempo so um you know 
you got to get in the habit of playing melodically if you want to play melodically because the faster you do anything the less time you're going to have to think about it so whatever habits you've developed are going to come out when you play fast if you don't have any skills or habits developed what happens when you play fast is you are going to choke up and nothing's going to be able to come out so that's kind of your your two main points of failure either choking and and not being able to do anything or exhibiting all your bad habits. And it's very much like when you get into a crisis situation, uh, you see what people really think and believe, you know, that starts to come out. You know, uh, everybody running to, not everybody, but people that are looting the Walmart and stuff when there's a crisis, they were waiting to loot. They just now, they might not have known it. Like, you know, not everybody becomes a thief during a during a hurricane or something. It's just, but that, that brings that, it doesn't even bring it out. That just what well, who they are starts to come out so when we play fast sorry i didn't mean to go dark and negative there uh, yeah, i was but, gonna say wow know. how do we get to looting very fast <laughs> uh fast see that's what i'm saying like it's just yeah. it's it's the same thing in terms of it speeds up and it amplifies who you are as a player so if you want to be a melodic player you got to spend a lot of time practicing under tempo uh where you can kind of control things and be able to you know um be conscious a little bit more conscious in real time as far as what you're playing and then just really work on edging things up because i i think it's a lot harder to be able to think about all the things you need to think about to be an effective improviser when you're playing at very fast tempos it's harder to do that or to learn to do that than it is to develop really good habits and then work on the technical barriers overcoming the technical barriers to playing fast and then kind of letting those habits come out automatically because they will I mean, it's just like you were talking about you went for a run before and after a few minutes, you're like, I'm not feeling it. But then you kind of felt a little better. You probably just on instinct sped up a little bit and you're, because just like, OK, your body's feeling a little better, but you don't want to have to think about, well, let me keep my form together because you can hurt yourself. Like you start to speed up. And if you're having to think about, oh, let me lift my leg in this way, you're not going to have time to. So very much the same way when we're improvising. So but there is the technical aspect. That's another thing that can trip you up no matter how acute you are at at hearing and thinking and playing music melodically if you don't have the technical skills to do it when you play fast it's going to all be for naught yeah uh, relax 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 that and and attempt i remember this last guided practice session that jeffrey keezer just did for us he kind of broke down he's like let's do a chorus of blues where you're just playing the blues with blues scales let's do a chorus of blues where you're doing a chorus of blues with bebop let's do pentatonic and modern and then he said let's do one with pure melody and that was a little insight to how i th- how I saw Keezer thinks about phrasing things, right? So yeah. to, to play pure melody, you have to really be able to, to hear something that's about to happen or else you're not really playing melodies. Like melodies by, by definition are things that melodic content is, is something that is easily heard and digested by humans. So you have to relax and let the melodies sound like melodies, not like bebop or pentatonics or anything like that. I mean, that's all melodic content, but I think what you're talking about here uh, Ewan is is melodic at fast tempos. Playing melodies requires a a simplicity almost in your technique, in your mindset, and so uh, I would say key is to relax, relax, relax. Yeah, uh, and and I yeah. love you know what goes along with that too is is uh, our, our our friend Ruben Rogers always breathe, 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 breathe. Yeah, relax. Yeah, breathe. Yeah, yeah. So breathing is just really a trigger for you to be able to relax, you know, um, and it's kind of a reminder and it's good to keep from dying because if you can't breathe, you know, if you're not breathing, I love, but 
I love not dying. It's like one of my favorite things to do every day. You're so positive. Uh, So, but that, that can be a thing where, you know, you've got the melodic ideas, you know, you can do them. You're like, well, I'm in the habit of playing melodically, but I'm a little scared of playing fast and maybe my technique isn't quite there. Or maybe, maybe you feel like, okay, I think my technique is, but I, I, until I can prove it to myself, I don't know. Sometimes you've got everything, but you're so tense because you, you don't think you can do it or you're nervous because of the tempo that you you tense up and even what you have in, in you can't come out that those great habits so that's where the breathing comes in take your time let the let the notes go by yeah. just and then just come in you know but it's amazing how much just just the breathing and relaxing uh and whatever combination you need and some other things can can help you get over that hump then and then to, you're then you believe it and i'm gonna put a bow a bow on it and just commend you and on the question, because just thinking about how can I play more melodically at fast tempos, you are, sir, are on the right track with how to do anything at fast tempos is, is you know, you, you're, you, that's the right question to ask, I think. Exactly. It's not like, it's like, how do I play fast? How do I play yeah. flash? It's like, yeah, yeah, how can you play melodic? Anybody like can that, run their fingers over any instrument and play fast, but how do you play that's melodically right. fast? Yeah. That's right. Right, right. Cool. Well, thank you, everybody. Great questions for, uh, for this episode. We are, again, yep. live on Instagram. Send us your questions, jazz piano, jazz theory, whatever related. Uh, we're here every Saturday uh, at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And don't forget to go to openstudiojazz.com. Check out our Piano Guided Practice membership. Man, the, the the daily guided practice sessions we you were talking about them earlier are really a game changer. I think especially during this time where people have a chance and are more it's sort of a solitary situation. What a joy to be able to see all the folks practicing with you every day uh, in real time, um, and then also like we have special guests with Keezer doing it the other day. That was super Amazing. exciting. I yeah. mean, just I mean to me like that's leveraging all this technology in such a positive way and very Agreed. exciting to see. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, until next time, you'll hear it.